0: Our goal is, is that you got to get you guys connected and to have you guys grow in your walk with God. And, uh, that's, that's our whole heart. That's our heart of who we are and connecting you to Christ. And, um, one way that we do that is through the Holy spirit. The Holy spirit is a huge part. Thanks, sweetie. You're the best. And it's connecting you to the Holy spirit. And, um, and so we've talked about prayer. We've talked about the the second week. We talked about the Holy Spirit, and and we're going to continue that. And then, so as to see you grow in that. And um, last week we, uh, if you didn't hear Justin speak, hop on our website, go to our podcast. Um, he introduced the who the Holy Spirit is and and what he does in our lives, and and that sort of a, that sort of thing. And how many of you guys have friends? How many of you guys have friends? If you don't have your hand up, you have a friend because I'm going to be your friend. So yeah. we'll just go right there. So. We'll meet in the Connection Center afterwards, we'll go to lunch or something, and I'll be your friend. So, And uh, and, and so a friendship is, uh, is more than just a, an idea of, okay, like some of us have like a million friends on Facebook, right? But you really have never talked to like maybe 10 of them, correct? I mean, that's where I'm at. I probably, I have a bunch of friends on Facebook, but I really only connect with maybe 10 of them, maybe 20 of them if we actually our friends, you know, we actually have a relationship, like a friendship. And that's kind of what we want to talk about this morning. Justin introduced us to our friend, the Holy Spirit. And this morning, I want to kind of talk about that, that friendship and what that looks like. And, uh, you know, a friendship is, is built on what you have in common. It's built on, and it's built on trust. And it's built on your differences. And what, you know, if normally you don't get along with somebody that you're exactly like. I know I don't. Like my dad and I, we were like the same person. Christy even to this day is like, the reason you guys never got along is because you guys were the exact same person. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know whether I take that as an insult or a compliment. I, I'm still kinda confused about that. But you know, like he and I never we didn't see eye to eye on anything because we 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 like butted heads constantly. And and so it's, that wasn't a good <laughs> wasn't a good friendship you know that sort of idea. Justin and I, w- if you haven't noticed, we're not exactly alike at all. Uh, we have a lot of things that we we have a lot of things in common, but we have a lot of differences. Um, you know, we talk to each other about anything, like he said. You know, but if you spend five minutes with us, you understand that we're not, and <laughs> we have a lot of differences. I can't walk in a room and change the atmosphere like Justin can. I can't. You know, I don't, I've, Justin has never met a stranger. If you know, met the guy for like two seconds, he, he's never met anybody that he's not comfortable having like the most in most depth conversation with and telling them about anything and everything. And that's not me. But we both love people and we both want to see people come to know Christ. And we both have the same ideas when it comes to reaching the lost. And, and, and we're both aggressive drivers. So I guess that's one thing we do have in common. <laughs> You should go on a road trip with us. It's the best, <laughs> and uh, and so that's that's who we are, and uh, so we we each bring something different to the relationship, and that's exactly what I want to talk about today to our friend our friend the Holy Spirit. We want, I want to explore what He brings to our to the friendship and what we bring to the friendship. So, if you would open your Bibles to Acts, we're going to go to Acts one four to five. If you could pull me down a little bit, that's the reason it's ringing. So. And then uh, we're going to jump to verse eight as well, so I want to give you a little bit of context uh, about what's going on here and uh what jesus is jesus is ta- Jesus is talking to his disciples here, and uh, he's telling them about the Holy Spirit, and he's telling them that you know i'm gonna, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to you and um and it's the idea of he's sitting around this table kind of having dinner and and he's telling them you know there's this there's this guy I've been telling you about for for a while now if you've listened to anything I had to say you're going to understand that who this person is. And uh, so we read in Acts 1, verse 4, it says, On one occasion while Jesus was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John the Bap- John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. It says, And then in verse 8 it says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And uh, so this, this scripture is kind of kind of like the, the idea of what, what the Holy Spirit brings to our friendship. And you, you have the, the word power there, and it's the idea of, the, of force, a miraculous power, uh, the power of God. Uh, and, and it says that it's going to be given to us. And uh, so the first thing the Holy Spirit brings to the friendship is power. And... Um, you know, you get the, the power of God, the miraculous power of God in your life. So why do we need this power? What's the point? Uh, maybe you say, didn't Jesus die on a cross for my sins? Isn't that enough? Yeah, that's enough. But why do we want just enough? Like in our culture, in our society, we always want more, right? We want a, a bigger house, a nicer car, a supersized value mill, a kid's mill. But if a kid's mill is not good enough, you can get a big kid's mill. And... Uh, and I don't know about you, but when it comes to Jesus, I want all that I can get in my life. And uh, so, why do we need the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives? Um, I think the first thing is is to share Christ boldly. And if you look in in this scripture here in Acts that we just read, it says, "You'll be my witnesses." And uh, even in Jeremiah, we look in the Old Testament and we see the Holy Spirit at work there. And we see G- we see God speak to Jeremiah, and He says. He says, the Lord the Lord tells Jeremiah, I have put my words on your in your mouth. So when Jeremiah didn't know what to say, he was a king over a country at a very young age. And when he didn't know what to say, he, God told him, he said, I'm going to put my words in your mouth. And, and Paul said it like this in 1 Corinthians 2, 4 to 5. It says, my message and my preaching were not wise, and not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith not, might not rest on men's wisdom, but on God's power. So it's the power to share Christ boldly. I don't know about you, but I'm not, a, I'm, not, I'm not a very outgoing person. Like I'm not super outgoing. Like I look at Justin and he's like on one extreme. And sometimes I feel like, sometimes I feel like I'm on like the other extreme sometimes. Um, you know, I'm not super outgoing, but what would your coworkers or friends do? Maybe that don't have a relationship with Christ. If you walked up to them, and you know, they have a broken arm. You're like, hey, can I, can I pray with you? Can I pray for your broken arm? And you lay your hands on them, and you pray for them, and instantly that arm goes back into place and is healed. What do you, th- what do you think their belief about, your, about the God that you serve would be? It's the power of God working in you. They might have a different perspective, maybe on the God that you serve, and I think that it's more than that. It's it's the idea of, you know, the Holy Spirit giving us the power to speak into their lives and giving us the words to say when we don't even know what to say. Um, number two, I think another reason why the Holy another reason is because the Holy Spirit gives you power when you are weak, and, and that's where we're going here. Is that it says in the same way the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. Uh, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Holy Spirit intercedes for us in groans and words in groans that words cannot express. Romans 8:26. And also we see in Second Corinthians 12:9 to 10 it says, "My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. For when I am weak, then I am strong." And it's, and it's the idea of our weaknesses, you know, one of my weaknesses, to be honest, is I'm not a super outgoing. That's my, I think that's my, my, one of my biggest weaknesses is that as a pastor, I'm not super outgoing, but the Holy Spirit, I can tell when the Holy Spirit is speaking to me, Hey, you need to have a conversation with Christopher, or you need to have a conversation with Matt, or you need to have a conversation with Damani or, or however that goes. And the Holy Spirit has given me the words to speak into their lives. And it's his power. This is a weakness that I may have, but through his power, I'm able to communicate and and speak and speak into them. You know when we don't know what to pray, I've been there before. People's been like, "Hey, will you pray with me?" And I'm like, "Okay, what do I pray with you about?" Like, this is cool. Okay, bless so and so, and that's it. Okay, Amen. Good, go have a seat. Good game. And uh, but it's when you're praying for them and the Holy Spirit speaks to you and says, "Hey, you know, you can tell. Hey, you need to pray for their family situation. You need to pray for." A relationship that's broken you need to pray for this or that and it's the Holy Spirit working through us and right now the Holy Spirit's at work in this room we all have weaknesses you're sitting there right now going man I know what my weakness is you know I know where I know where I struggle the most and the Holy Spirit is, is right now working in your weaknesses and he, he's maybe speaking to you I think third the Holy Spirit gives us the power to have hope in a hopeless world and um at times this world seems pretty hopeless, right? Like, let's be real. You look around us, you, you know, (laughs) Friday night walk down High Street and go to (laughs) B-dubs, and uh, you're like, you're sitting there, we're sitting by a window, and I'm like, wow, what is this world going, what is this world coming to? Like, there's been times in my personal life when I felt like there is no hope. Like, the Holy Spirit, where are you? What, What, where are you in my life? And and, you know, the idea of there's no joy or peace. But if you look in Romans 15:13, it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's the power of the Holy Spirit who, who, who ministers to us and brings joy into our lives and speaks peace into our lives, speak, speaks peace into our storms, and gives us hope to keep going and moving on in our lives. And number four, (laughs) the power of the Holy Spirit, the power the Holy Spirit brings to this friendship is to experience the fullness of God. And you may ask, what does that mean? What does that mean to experience the fullness of God? And um, sometimes trying to understand God is difficult. Trying to understand maybe what I'm talking about this morning is difficult. I'll be real, it's difficult for me to understand the Holy Spirit and sometimes the, the way that he works in our lives and, and what is this whole Holy Spirit thing all about or questions like, why would Christ love, love me? Why do these things have to happen? Sometimes we, it's hard to understand God and try, hard to understand the way things go. I, I haven't figured him out yet. I, think, I don't think anybody has ever figured him out, figured out every layer of God and how he works. But if we look in Ephesians 3, 16 and 19, it says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide, how long, how high, and how deep the love of Christ and to know that this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. And when we understand his love for us, we start to grasp just a little bit of our understanding of who he is. And the Holy Spirit reveals to us, through, through the power of the Holy Spirit, it is revealed to us how he moves in our lives and answers to these questions. So the first thing we talked about was what is what is what does the Holy Spirit bring to this friendship? He brings power. Number two is I think that the Holy Spirit also brings, we read and we read in scripture, the Holy Spirit also brings, we we talk about spiritual gifts into, into this friendship. And we talk about spiritual gifts, and you know, some people, if you've grown up in maybe a, a Pentecostal church or you know, a charismatic church, or you've grown up some in a very super spiritual church, or maybe you've grown up in a church that doesn't believe in the Holy Spirit, and you've never, never even talked about about Him in in, in your church. And and so there's this huge wide range of like different beliefs and different theologies that fall when it comes to the Holy Spirit in and of his, in and of Himself, and then also when it comes to spiritual gifts: are they for today? Are they for tomorrow? Were they for the past? Are they for? Only certain people? Or are they only for, you know, the uh, spiritual elite? How does that? How does that work? And um. And I believe the spiritual gift is a supernatural ability given to all Christians to do God's work on Earth, and I think that is just like the basic definition of a spiritual gift. And um, so I, I want to look at uh, I want to lo- let's look at First uh, Corinthians. I think the Bible is very clear that we should know about spiritual gifts. We should study them. We should seek them in our lives. And um, so in 1 Corinthians 12, 1, 4 to 6, it says, Now about spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works in all, in all men. And, um, and then in 1 Corinthians 12, it says a spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. And... I know spiritual gifts are very confusing. Whenever we were talking about this series, um, we we discussed. So, how do you how do you talk about spiritual gifts with people who are one from you know maybe just came into church to people who have been in church their whole lives and that sort of idea? And so, I want to encourage you: don't be like don't shut off. Let's talk about it. And uh, so let's talk about what spiritual gifts are not. Number one is they are not natural talents. They're not a spiritual gift of playing the tuba. It is That's not a spiritual gift. Um, it's a cool gift because I can't play the tuba, but it's not a spiritual gift. Uh, spiritual gifts are not given to the elite few. Like, Justin's not the only person in the whole room who possesses spiritual gifts. Um, they're not a sign of spiritual maturity, so... It's not just because you've been serving God for 483 years. Um, that's not the only people who can receive or be used in spiritual gifts. Um, they're not fruits of the Spirit. If you've grown up in church, you know you know the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And uh, they're not a fruit of the Spirit. They're not an apple or banana or orange. And just so you know, peace is always a banana. So that way you all know that. If you grew up in kids' church, you'll understand. Um, and spiritual gifts are not something to fear. They're not something to be afraid of. And um, so I kind of want to just kind of go over what the spiritual gifts are. And uh, then we'll talk about, you know, okay, so what, how, do, how do those operate and how do they operate in my life? So uh, we're going to look at, and in Scripture, there are two different Scriptures that address spiritual gifts. So we're going to look at Romans 12, 6-8, and it, it says, In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it's giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take that responsibility seriously. And if, and if you have a gift... For showing kindness to others, do it gladly. And so we see that list. And then we also see a list in 1 Corinthians 12. It says, a spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. To one person, the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same spirit gives great faith to another. And to someone else, the one spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles, the other ability to prophesy. He gives someone, the, someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. So another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another, he is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and the only spirit who distributes all these gifts, and he alone decides which gifts each person should have. And so there's a whole list of spiritual gifts there. And, you know, we could talk about each one for weeks, literally. We could do a whole series on just one spiritual gift. Let's pick one here. Let's say we could do a whole series on your leadership ability. We could talk about that. We could talk a whole series about serving. We could talk a whole series about, you know, the gift of healing or the whole series on, you know, prophecy or the special knowledge. And we could go through that and we could do that. But that's not what I want to do today. I don't want to... I don't want to cover each one in depth. The Holy Spirit has placed spiritual gifts inside of each of you. And I think that it's important that we as Christians, as we grow and we develop in, in, our, in, in how we m- build that relationship with Christ, that we discover those gifts. You know, I, I think just getting, receiving Christ into our life and checking that off of our bucket list is not just, that's not where our relationship with him ends. And, you know, so we check that off. And, okay, so I go to church every week and We check that off. And that's not where our relationship with Christ stops. Our relationship with Christ keeps going. And it's growing deeper, growing closer to him. And as you grow deeper, you discover the Holy Spirit, like we've been talking about the past few weeks. And we discover the, the power of the Holy Spirit and how that operates in our lives and, and what, that, what he brings to us. And, and then... We come to spiritual gifts, and I think for each one of us, we're, it's not going to operate the same. Like, if God has given me a spiritual gift, you know, Christopher's not going to have maybe the same spiritual gift because we're different people. And so how do you discover your spiritual gifts? Well, I think the first thing is, is we need to study what the Bible says about spiritual gifts, about gifts. You know, um, so read the Bible, study it. Talk to Justin or I or, or Anthony, and we have resources that we can give you to study about each one of these. And if you, if you want to have conversations about that, let, let's do that. Number two is ask God to show you your gifts. Pretty seems pretty simple, right? Um, but maybe we don't even think about asking God to show us our spiritual gifts. Um, they're there. Trust me. You just haven't discovered them yet. Um, Number three is examine what you do, what you enjoy, and do it well. I don't think God's going to give you a spiritual gift that maybe you're not wired for. Like, if your spiritual gift is, is, you know, maybe serving, um, or maybe that's, and you don't like serving, then maybe that's not your spiritual gifting. Um, If your spiritual gift is is you know is is, uh, is, is speaking uh, speaking in front of if you' if you don't like speaking in front of people god's going to give you a spiritual gift of maybe where you 're speaking in front of people for se um, so it 's not going to be outside of what you 're already wired to do, and uh, I think that 's very true and uh, number four is maybe take a spiritual gifts test um, we have those available or we can tell point you in the right direction of where to go and I think number five is pretty much maybe like the basic is do what the Holy Spirit leads you to do. We've all heard that still small voice in our lives. We've all heard the Holy Spirit in our lives. Maybe you haven't called it the Holy Spirit. Maybe you have called it, well, I felt like I should do this. Well, that's the Holy Spirit maybe speaking to you. Maybe begin listening to that and obeying that that still small voice inside of you and taking those steps. And guess what? Before you know it, you'll be operating maybe in the spiritual gift that God has already placed inside of you. You'll be operating in that. And um, in 1 Peter four ten to 11, it says, God has given each of you a gift from His great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. And I think that's the key point. Is if it brings glory to God, that whole that still small voice is speaking into you. If it brings glory to God, then do it, because the Holy Spirit speaking speaking through you. So we talked about the Holy Spirit and what He brings to this friendship. He He brings power, power to share Christ boldly, power to uh, power so that when you're weak, then He is made strong through you, and He intercedes for you and, and gives you the words to say and. The Holy Spirit brings us the power to have hope in a hopeless world. And the Holy Spirit gives us the power to experience the fullness of God. And then we talk about spiritual gifts. And, you know, this morning, you know, we talked about how do I discover my spiritual gifts. And and this morning, that's kind of where I I want to challenge you. As we talked about the Holy Spirit brings this relationship. So what do we bring to this friendship or that we have with the Holy Spirit And I think it's the best friendship ever. And the reason I say that is because I don't have to bring anything to this relationship. I don't have to bring anything to this friendship. I just have to bring me. I have to bring me. I have to bring and be willing to surrender myself to what the Holy Spirit is leading me to do. And be willing to listen to him. We need to bring trust to this relationship. I think oftentimes the reason why I personally maybe don't maybe I don't listen to the Holy Spirit is because I don't trust enough. I don't trust that it's him speaking to me. I think it's oh it's just my gut. Or that's just because it's the right thing to do, you know, and then I'm not gonna I'm not listening to the Holy Spirit. And so I would challenge you this morning is to think about that. And throughout this week, maybe start discovering the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. And start listening to that voice as he speaks to you. And so this morning, I think we kind of talked about closing in a way that you guys will have a time to do that this morning. And... um we, And we've talked a lot, you know, this morning it was kind of just a brief overview of the power of the Holy Spirit and spiritual gifts and and I don't know about you, but I want this friendship to be the closest friendship I've ever had in my life. I want it to be closer than the friendship that Christy and I have. And I want it to be closer than the friendship that, you know, I have maybe with with my best friend Frank from college. You know, he and I still to this day, we talk all the time and we pray for each other constantly. But I want this friendship with the Holy Spirit to be closer than that. I want to trust the Holy Spirit and trust his leading more than I ever have before. And, you know, maybe, maybe this morning you're saying, yeah, I've felt the Holy Spirit speak to me. And maybe I haven't quite taken the steps that he's guiding me to take. Maybe even this morning, you felt the Holy Spirit speaking to you, and you, you, you didn't, maybe you didn't step in the right direction, the direction that he was telling you to go, I would challenge you this morning is start listening to that voice. Because he wants you to have the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. He wants you to experience the spiritual gifts that he has already given you. And um, so this morning, we just want to give you an opportunity to discover the Holy Spirit in your life. And maybe that's, maybe that's you finding a place in this room, and, or maybe it's coming up front. Maybe it's going to the Connection Center, and we're, we're going to have some of our leadership team up here, and some of our leadership team is going to be in the Connection Center. If you need to have a conversation, maybe about the Holy Spirit, what we've covered the past two weeks, and I would challenge you to do that this morning. Maybe this morning you say, "I need I need the power of the Holy Spirit to help me. I'm going through a lot of stuff right now. I I, I, there's a we- I have a weakness. I'm struggling in this area. Maybe it's I have a I have a coworker or a friend at school that I need to. I, I've been trying to share Christ with, but I don't know how to. We want to believe with you this morning that the Holy the power of the Holy Spirit is going to work through you this week and next week when you come back, we're you're going to be able to share an awesome story of how the Holy Spirit used you. To speak into their lives. And, and maybe, maybe right now you just just maybe you feel like you have no hope. I believe that the power of the Holy Spirit wants to give you hope. It wants to bring joy into your life and speak peace into the storms maybe that you're going through. Maybe this morning you need to discover what your spiritual gifts are. I would challenge you to seek God. And so this morning. We're going to just have the worship team play. And if you want to, if you would find a place to to seek God and seek the Holy Spirit in your life and and meet with him. Meet with your friend. Have a conversation with him. Let his power move in your life. If you need to go this morning, here's your dismissal. Go ahead. You can go. We're not going to leave. We're going to to stay and we're going to see. Connection Center, Anthony's going to be over there or some of the team's going to be over there and uh, if you would like to have a conversation about the Holy Spirit, go ahead and stop by and they would love to build that connection with you and and converse with you about about who he is. So if our team would come I'm going to go ahead and pray. Lord Lord we thank you for our friend the Holy Spirit and we thank you for what you for what He does in our lives. And God, as we seek you, as we seek you and we seek your guidance and direction, God, I pray that you would reveal your Holy Spirit to us. God, whether it's here this morning, tomorrow, or driving down the road, maybe it's in our quiet time this week. God, would you reveal who your Holy Spirit is to us? God, would you let the power of the Holy Spirit overflow in our lives, God, so that we are able to be witnesses in each one of our areas that, we, that, that we're involved in, whether it's at work or at school or, or at home, God. Lord, I, I pray that you would give us hope. Your Holy Spirit would continue to minister to, to hearts that are broken, to, to missing pieces, God, that you would restore those missing pieces in our lives. And God, I, I pray, God, that your Holy Spirit would just bring your power to our lives. Use us, God. Use us in your in in, in the gifts that you place in each one of our, our lives. God, that we'll be able to operate freely. And God, that your word would just be alive in us. And your Holy Spirit would just overflow from us. So as we seek you this morning, God, we just pray that you would just. Overflow us. It's your name I pray.